At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. listening to Fox Sports Radio. So there's this old saying in life that actually plays out in sports as well, too. And you're seeing some of that play out, and it will continue to play out over the next month or so in the world of the NFL. And I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are. We appreciate you being part of the program here as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So... I I find this kind of one of the things about the NFL that I notice about the NFL season is uh, the knee jerk reaction stuff. Like I really do get a kick out of it because if you went, it's, it's the reason why those um, what's the site called a dumb, dumb freezing takes or stale to whatever the nerds that run that site, uh, uh, cold takes or whatever they are where they like, pinpoint things that radio hosts and people in the business have said, and then they remind them how they got it wrong later on. 
And if you were to just go week by week in the NFL, like for coaches and for teams and for players and all that stuff, like you could just go week by week in the NFL and you could live off knee-jerk reactions. The problem is people remember, okay? So people remember all of that stuff. So when you have knee-jerk reactions, somebody's going to remind you of it, like the nerds that run uh, 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 stale takes or whatever it's called, like lukewarm takes, whatever that that dorky website is. But um, never mind all that. So the reason I bring this up is that the NFL Combine is this weekend. And so everybody is basing their evaluations now on what they are seeing at the combine. Okay. Like that is everybody's all in on what they're seeing at the combine. And you've already had some stellar performances and then some other performances where guys have just not panned out or, or they haven't performed as well as they thought. And now it comes down to the pro day. And, and if they don't perform at the pro day, then it's, then it's going to be big time trouble for these guys. And they're going to lose out on a lot of money. But here's where things that go on before really start to take shape. And really start to have an impact, all right? Because just because what you do in the moment, okay, just because of what you do in the moment, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden other things won't come up later on. Like, you know who had a pretty good weekend at the Combine? You know who had a pretty good weekend? Everybody talked about, hey, you know, probably, you know, second best quarterback to Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield had a really, really good weekend at the Combine. A lot of people were really impressed with Baker Mayfield, thought he threw the ball well, thought he had, uh, I heard some people say he had better arm, his arm looked stronger than even Josh Rosen, who people have said that's the guy, the most polished quarterback in the draft. So Baker Mayfield had a pretty good weekend. But here's where the entire conversation comes in. You can no longer go knee-jerk reaction with this, because this is where the entire conversation comes in. And it's only fair, all right? So... Just because what you do in the moment, like you ever been blamed for something in the moment and thought, geez, like, why am I getting heat for that? Like, why am I, why is somebody giving me a hard time about this? Like, it's not even that big of a deal. And then you realize it was reputation that got you that reaction because what you do in the moment may not be that bad, but it doesn't mean you don't deserve the backlash. All right. Like, here's an example. If you fooled around on your better half, you strayed a little bit, went out drinking, whatever, met somebody, and you fooled around on your better half, they may decide to forgive you and take you back, but you never really ever get away with it. You know what I mean? And there's some people out there who, who know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it may seem like things are fine, but even years later, if you go out one night and you don't pick up your phone when you're with all your buddies because your phone is on silent for some reason and it takes you an hour and a half to call her back, you're going to hear about it. And in that moment, it might seem unreasonable because there's nothing going on. You guys are just, I mean, you're watching a game. No big deal. There's not even another female at the bar. But guess what? You earn that reputation because what you did in all those prior instances or in another moment led you to that. So you may think, okay, she forgave me. We can move on. But you still got to live with that rep. She's still going to give you heat for it. You know, that's where that old saying, you know, you can, uh, you, you can forgive, but you can never forget. That's where all that came from. The reason I say all this is because Baker Mayfield had himself a pretty good weekend. People were impressed with Baker Mayfield's weekend. But the problem is, Baker Mayfield's rep is going to stay with him for a long time. 
Okay, He may not have had an outburst. He may not have done anything this weekend. But there's going to be something that will come up soon. And people will immediately go back to everything that led to that moment. Now, there's some guys who they'll be in, you know, a guy will have an incident or an issue, and it'll be an isolated moment, whether it's at a pro day or sitting with an NFL team during the evaluations. But if Baker Mayfield does it, he no longer gets that slack because of what led him to this. And what's interesting is I like Baker Mayfield a lot. If just standalone, if you were to tell me uh, the incidents that Baker Mayfield got heat for, Guy got a drunken public rant from the cops. All right, I get it. Got a drunken public rant from the cops. Kind of a dumb move. Okay, I understand. Planted the flag at the 50-yard line at Ohio State. Eh, kind of a dumb move. Grabbed his crotch uh, because somebody refused to shake his hand. Eh, okay, kind of, kind of a dumb move. But if you put all those together, now you've got a trend. And so what I find funny about the NFL Combine is it's like everybody forgets about everything that led up to these moments and they're only focused on this weekend. Like that's this is like this is it. Like they're only focused on this weekend. All you heard about were Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen. And then there were some people out there that were critical of Sam Darnold because he didn't throw. I got news for you. If I'm an NFL scout or an NFL GM and there's the option to to what I care about more, Josh Allen's performance at the Combine or Sam Darnold. I got news for you. I'm going to care more about Sam Darnold because I've got actual game tape of it. So when people get that worked up about the NFL Combine, they get that fired up about this stuff, like you got to take in reputations as well too. You got to take in every you cannot just focus and base your evaluations on only what happened this weekend in Indianapolis. Like, I don't even know. If you were to sit down with NFL GMs, and I've talked to them, I, I, don't, I don't know how serious they actually take some of this stuff. Like, I've heard stories about NFL GMs and coaches going to the Combine in Indianapolis and just getting ripped every night they're out there. They're at a steakhouse, they're drinking four bottles of wine. It's party time. I don't know how serious they take it when they're out there. So how serious should we take this stuff? But with Baker Mayfield, I just... I think that what's going to end up happening is Baker Mayfield's going to find himself in a situation to where somebody's going to test him. And I didn't, I almost didn't care at all about Baker Mayfield going out there and how he could throw it and whether he was going to be accurate or what his 40 time was or how much he benched. I almost didn't care about that at all. You know what I wanted to know? What was he like in those meetings? When an NFL team sat him down, sitting across from the table, stared him in the eyes and said, hey, what were you thinking when you ran from the cops in Fayetteville? Hey, let's just say uh, somebody, uh, you know, kind of there's a late hit in a game or you feel like they disrespected you. Are you going to grab your crotch on national TV again? Like, what that, what's that going to be like? And all of this stuff are things that don't bother me. They don't offend me at all. But you got to be honest. You earn that reputation. So you may think that, hey, every all is forgiven, he had a good weekend, like everything is all good, but you never really, it's never really over. Like he's going to hear about this stuff for years and years. Listen, if Manziel gets a crack in the NFL, guess what's going to happen? If he gets another opportunity in the NFL and somebody puts him on a scout team, it'll take one the smallest moment, the smallest lapse, the smallest error in judgment, and the conversations all come back up again. 
So we can really focus and dive in and say, man, these guys all had good weekends or these guys did this and this. But as far as Baker Mayfield goes, and this stuff may not bother me, but he will hear about it years down the road. People are going to evaluate him and they're going to take into account not just what happened this weekend or how accurate he was or how well he did in interviews, but they're going to take into account, oh yeah, that's the same guy who did that. So just because you think it it happened a long time ago and you think people have forgotten about it, they never really do. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. Up next, we may have some big-time news regarding a quarterback in the NFL, all right? A quarterback in the NFL, big-time news. We'll find out what that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there's uh, quarterback news out of the NFL. This could be some major, major stuff out of the NFL uh, we'll get to that here in a couple of minutes from now here on FSR. Also, a uh, reminder. Actually, it's not a reminder. This is your first notice. The next time I tease it will be a reminder. That 10 minutes from now, I am going to do one of the most selfish things I've ever done in the history of this show. It is selfish. I'm acknowledging it. It only benefits me, majority of you. And by majority, I mean like 98% will not care. But... But you should still listen because it's got, it's got a major impact on the foreseeable future in sports. Okay, so we'll do that here uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to quickly welcome in the crew, the guys that will be riding shotgun here until 6 a.m. Eastern time on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, he is Iowa Sam, everybody. He is our tech producer. He is the star of the show wearing a Pepperidge right. Farms uh, gas station shirt. <laughs> yep. That is a, it's a Pepperidge Farm gas station well, I just, shirt. I came from my other job. I was making cookies, man. When's, when's the last time you walked into a supermarket and said, you know what I could kill for right now? Give me some Pepperidge Farms cookies. Hey, when's the last time you did that? I don't buy a lot of packaged cookies anymore because I feel like they're just fake. Well, do they? Does Pepperidge Farm make cookies that are soft? Because every oh, yeah, like, the Milano's are hard. They're well, they're they're crispy. Like every time I bite into a, a Pepperidge Farm product, it's like just like it, once every ten years. It, it's like uh, biting into Ted Williams' frozen corpse. <laughs> Jeez, did I say? Well, are we still in the air? <laughs> Sorry uh, yeah, that. we are. Um, I'll go ahead and dump that. But but it feels but it but but it did, doesn't it like seem like every time you get them they're hard. Uh, they're supposed to be. Yeah, it's drop. like it's like a kind of <laughs> it's like kind of like a it's a cookie made for like having coffee or tea. It's like kind of an old school cookie. I don't know. Uh, you know what? Uh, here's one thing I don't understand. I and mean, we can you talk, a tea but, man. Jonas? Okay. Well, no. Here's we we need to. And this is again. This is why this show is fun because we'll, we'll go off on these like random conversations. You know what I've never understood? Coffee and donuts. Yeah. Why the, like, nothing, first of all, and maybe my palate is just screwed up, but nothing tastes worse with a cup of coffee than something sweet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big sweets in my coffee guy. Yeah. I don't put in vanilla flavoring. No, or I mean, like, I'll, you know. I'll do that sometimes, but there's something about, like, you have a cup of coffee and then you have a donut afterwards. I don't know who thought that that was, like, a good combination. It doesn't work to me. That combination for me equals heartburn. So I stay away from that combination. Yeah. yeah. 
little so, bit of GERD. Uh, yeah, very, very, uh, very interesting. Uh, whoever yeah, came I, up. I'm, I'm a standalone coffee guy. I like, yeah. I like just coffee. And the other thing too, like people that drink coffee with uh, with their eggs or whatever they have for breakfast. I am a stand. Coffee usually is my breakfast. So no, like eggs, bacon, and hash browns. No, no, with a bit like diner style. No, 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 no. No, no, it's uh, You're not have, a true I'll, American. Then. Now I'll, I'll, I'll have a water, but if I'm gonna have coffee, I want it standalone. I want to feel every ounce of caffeine. I feel got. it. Yes. Uh, Mike Mayer is your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. A great block by Mike Mayer, number sixty. Ironic side note to that: Mike Mayer actually hasn't had a cup of coffee since Ted Williams was old. <laughs> So that is. I was uh, gonna say, like all this talk about sweets, like with the Pepperidge Farm and with the coffee and the donuts, that's already raising my blood sugar, and I haven't even had anything. So yeah, oh. it, um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Mike, Mike is oh. Mike's trying to find his way through the caffeinated world, and uh, I don't know why you just haven't fallen victim to coffee. Just fall on the sword, man. Get hey, after I, it. I, I I downed some coffee last night. I just I just don't dip in the, the world of coffee that much. That's so. all right. Wait, look, we will convert you. Uh, that'll be one. Oh, yeah. If if you hang around Sam and I long enough, you'll get into coffee, and uh, in three weeks from now, you'll walk in with an eighteen pack of beer. Like that's that's a possibility <laughs> as well. Too. Kona. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Irvin is your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Shut up, Ralph. Shut up. I will not be silenced. <laughs> by Aloha, way, brother. By the way, Ralph Irvin rifled through a bowl of top ramen like there was a a winning lottery ticket at the bottom. Of it. Had to get done before the show. I know that's that's the hard part when you're doing uh, when you're doing shifts. Like you don't have a lot of time to eat. I usually just try not to eat at all during the show. But when you're hungry, you you have to eat your food fast during the breaks. But then when you come on the air, sometimes you'll burp. Thank God for the cough button, like a little radio magic for people out there. So, all right, so there it is. That's uh, that's the crew. We'll be here until Eastern time. Um, 877-99 on Fox, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right. So I was talking about this a few minutes ago to where, so people go like the NFL, the one thing that, that bugs me about the NFL, and I noticed it a lot during the regular season is knee jerk reactions really irritates me. And I don't, I don't, I understand why it happens and I understand when you're looking for things to discuss the easy move would be to only factor in what just happened. Like that would be the easy move because you could just, I mean, you could do a different show and have different takes and opinions every single day. But at some point, me consciously, I just can't, I can't go completely opposite to what I actually believe in just based on one moment. To me, like you got to factor in a lot of things. Like history does count for some things. But um, the one thing that I'm seeing coming off this weekend at the NFL Combine, is that there are certain players that people are, are now really falling in love with. And it tells me two things. One, either you did not watch them at all in college, and this is your first look at them. Or two, you are not paying attention to anything but what is happening in that moment. That is the only thing you're paying attention to. Like, I'm sure Jeffrey Dahmer bought somebody flowers at one point in his life. Okay? So if you were to just base your opinion on Jeffrey Dahmer based on that one time that he bought somebody flowers, hey, that's a hell of a guy. Why don't you open up his freezer to get a couple of ice cubes out? You'll find a trachea, two forearms, and a kneecap. You got to take in everything. You can't just only go by one moment. All right? But that is what's happening now. All right? That's what's happening. Because... 
The buzz of the NFL Combine on Saturday was Josh Allen. Oof. Everybody drooling, foaming at the mouth over Josh Allen throwing 65-yard passes on a dime at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. And now, because of his arm talent, he's got this crazy once-in-a-generation arm talent that we're hearing about now. The narrative on Josh Allen is this. He's the best quarterback in the draft. He's <laughs> the best quarterback in the draft. Did you see what he did on Saturday? I mean, come on. Who the hell wouldn't want that guy on their roster? He can throw in any weather condition. What an arm, what an arm talent Josh Allen is. Let me ask you guys something. Do you know who Justin James is? Anybody out there know who Justin James is? I believe Justin James is J.J. Watts. Uh, that's, that's what J.J. and J.J. Watts stands for, if I'm not mistaken. But do you know who Justin James is? Who? In the golf world. He's in the golf world. Um, he won the longest drive competition last year. Yeah. Never heard of him, right? What about Sergio Garcia? You guys know who Sergio Garcia is? Yeah. He won the Masters. Okay, That's why you know who Sergio Garcia is. I'll take my chances with the guy who can win in Augusta as opposed to the guy who wins. I can hit the ball farther than anybody else outside some bowling alley in Duluth. Like, come on, man. Why is everybody freaking out over Josh Allen because he completed some 65-yard passes indoors in, shor- in shorts and in a, a cutoff Under Armour shirt? Like, now all of a sudden he's the best quarterback in the draft? I got news for you. On my cheat days, I don't eat bread. I eat really, really healthy, a lot of vegetables, a lot of, I mean, I, I don't eat carbs. On my cheat days, I can eat, man. I can get after it. Donuts, pizza, tacos. I can, I can shred on my cheat days. I'm not going to Coney Island on 4th of July to take on Joey Chestnut, Okay. Like, there's a big difference. There's, there are levels to this. You hear that in fighting sometimes? They'll say, yeah, there are levels to this game. Like, there are levels to this. Like, the idea that you're now all of a sudden changing your draft board because Josh Allen threw 65-yard completions at the Combine? The hell is that? I mean, I, I, I love the Combine. I, it's, a, it's a blast. I love the NFL Combine. I love watching and all that. But I don't base my opinion on all of these guys on only this weekend. Like, if you, t- I said this before, if you talk to scouts, you talk to NFL people, you know the most important thing to them in evaluating, a, especially a quarterback, but really any of these guys that were this weekend in Indianapolis, you know the most important thing to them when they factor in how they project these guys to the next level? It's their solo evaluations and their game tape. What did you do? in a competitive situation against guys who aren't following the script and are trying to make plays on their own. And when you look at that, the conversation becomes a much larger one as opposed to that guy in pat-and-go lines throws the ball 60 to 65 yards. You know Josh Allen was 95th in the country in completion percentage? 95th. His best games were against Gardner-Webb, Utah State, and Air Force.
You want to know when he was really bad? Against Iowa, Oregon, and Boise State. <laughs> like, I don't know. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he's got to be the first quarterback drafted. What are you talking about? Like, he's a raw talent. Like, I get it. He's got a huge arm. But how do you just forget everything that we know about this guy? All the game film, everything that we have, just because he had one big weekend. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the NFL does this thing to where, and maybe it's because the NFL is so appointment viewing and and everything within the NFL is all about you've got to be here at this moment to see it because it doesn't happen that often. I mean, think about it. They've got less games during the regular season than the NBA and Major League Baseball and the NHL. So each game is more important. And their off-season events are bigger than any other sport. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe because they're spaced out, maybe that's what it's all about. But just the idea that now all of a sudden, because some guy against no competition looked well throwing a ball, I, I don't I don't know how we get to that point. There's something the NFL does. I don't know if the NFL like has a voodoo, bo- a voodoo doll or a Ouija board at the NFL headquarters, and, and somebody just morphs us into forgetting everything we know about these guys and their entire past, and all of a sudden we're focused on this weekend. But whatever it is, I don't understand it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, uh, this is going to be really, really selfish, but I'm telling you, you got to pay close attention because I have done this before. And it has really, really been spot on. So we'll do that next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And it was a big night for the Houston Rockets. Smart catches. Worlds throws up a prayer. And he almost hit it off the side of the rim. But he missed it. And the Rockets survive here tonight at Toyota Center as the winning streak remains intact. Fifth in a row for the Rockets. FSR affiliate KBME and the Rockets radio network with the call is Houston's a 123-120 winner over Boston. Again, 15 wins in a row. The Lakers have won five straight. Victorious in the San Antonio, 116-112. Denver handed Cleveland their fourth loss in their last five home games. 126-117. The Nuggets with 19 three-pointers in the game. Portland is 1-6 straight. They beat Oklahoma City 108-100. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more comparable, make more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, a couple of first-round stoppages at UFC 222. Chris Cyborg dropped Yana Kunitskaya in the first round, while Brian Ortega stopped Frankie Edgar in the first round. That's the first time Edgar been stopped at all. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, all right. So we got to get to this. And by the way, people are uh, sending out pictures of a Pepperidge Farm shelf. Uh, we have got that sent in. Uh, people have sent out pictures of a Pepperidge Farms shelf. So, um, yeah, there there is a confirmation as Sam uh. is wearing a Pepperidge Farms shirt, which I didn't know existed, but uh, but there they are. Yeah, the uh, the entire shelf filled with uh, Pepperidge Farms. So that is a uh, a gentleman on Twitter, um, Mr. Nice Guy on Twitter, who is a full fledged stalker of this show. That is a a guy. <laughs> 
a guy who is about 10 seconds away from getting a restraining order filed on him. Jesus. <laughs> God, man. Um, all right, so I've always said that that any of us that do this for a living, that work in media, um, we do it because we grew up being fans of sports, and we all had players or teams that we rooted for. And so growing up, you love sports so much that when you get into the business, that's sort of the origin of all of it. Like even if you're a former player, like former players, they don't really have to go through the grind, okay? They take a different path to get to where we are. Like I've talked about it before. I do a show with Brady Quinn here on Sunday night's Fox Sports Radio, and um, he's, he's a good friend of mine. He's my radio wife, but we took completely different paths to get to our show on Sunday nights, all right? Like Brady... Was a, was a stud football player in high school, an all-around great athlete, had a great career at Notre Dame, was drafted in the first round, uh, played several years in the NFL, and then decided to get into the broadcasting world, and he's only gotten better and better. And that's not me just being a homer. Well, that's partly being a homer. But he's only gotten better and better. Me, on the other hand, I was not a great athlete. Uh, I was a late bloomer. I was tiny in high school trying to play football. I still wanted to compete, still wanted to play, but just I was a late bloomer. I, I grew I grew later on. I, I didn't. So I realized that if I wanted to be around sports, as much as I loved sports, I would have to take a different path if I wanted to get into this, as opposed to some of these other athletes like, say, Brady Quinn, who I just mentioned. But ultimately, at our core, we were all sports fans or fanboys growing up. Okay, At our core, we always were. Well, one of the concessions that I made getting into this is that forget about all the teams I rooted for growing up. You just can't. Like, I want people to know that if I'm talking about something, I don't have a bias. You know, I'm not, I'm not being critical of somebody because they're the rival of a team that I liked growing up. Like, to me, that bothers me. Like, I don't know when you guys as listeners hear somebody talk about something and you know that they have a bias towards it. I don't know how you can really take that serious and how you can take that person serious. Like I want I want you to know that it's coming from a place of honesty and 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 somebody who's got no dog in the fight and they're just being completely neutral in this entire conversation when they make their opinions. I never want to do anything that's fake. But I will say this, okay? The one thing I am still a fanboy over because I grew up on it was UFC and boxing huge fanboy like that's just what we did growing up that's you know the stuff and and i've gotten to do a lot of cool things at fox whether it's covering boxing events or covering the ufc and so i still have hold a special place in my heart for those two sports because i love them i grew up on them and i will say this um and this may be the most selfish thing i've done all right saturday night was a good night for my sports Oof, from my for my fanboy behavior, Saturday night was a good night for both of them. A really good night for both of them. Now, first of all, I did this a couple of years ago. I've, I've done this twice, and I've told you guys about this, okay? Because if you follow these sports on a national level, most of you have no idea who these guys are. These fighters, you have no idea who they are. But I try and tell you if there's somebody that I think you are going to hear about in the next year or so that's going to be a big deal, I want to be able to, to do you 
the favor of pointing this out to you so you can start paying attention a little bit. All right, I did it with Conor McGregor. I told people about Conor McGregor. I said, this guy's got a different style. He's got this European style. It's aesthetically pleasing. You can watch it, and the guy can talk. I'm telling you there's something there with Conor McGregor. Oh, and by the way, the guy's got C4 on his left hand. He puts dudes to sleep. And I was spot on with Conor McGregor. The other guy I told you about a couple of years ago was Triple G Gennady Golovkin. All right, he was a guy that was known in boxing circles as being a real threat, pound for pound wise, but nobody had ever really heard of him on a national level. And I remember telling you guys about you got to watch out for it. In the UFC, there are two guys you got to watch out for. Okay, one of them is Brian Ortega. I'm telling you, he's a stud. He just knocked out a guy, put him to sleep, a guy who had never been finished in his career on Saturday night. The other guy is this guy Sean O'Malley. He's a lot like McGregor, got a really aesthetically pleasing style. He talks a ton of trash. He's got a lot of flair and a lot of flash. That's another guy. And then on the boxing front, I know many people out there like to have the lazy point of view and the lazy opinion that that I stopped watching boxing when the heavyweight division fell apart. I don't care about boxing when the heavyweight division fell apart. If you can find the replay of Deontay Wilder, fighting Ortiz on Saturday night on Showtime, watch it. It's the second time in a year a heavyweight fight is in contention for the fight of the year. Okay? So now everybody out there trying to make an excuse that you don't want to watch boxing because there's no great heavyweights, you've now got two examples of studs in the heavyweight division, and I have just given you two examples of future UFC stars in Brian Ortega and Sean O'Malley. So there it is. Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder. That's the heavyweight fight that needs to be made. So there it is. That is my fanboy behavior for the year. I'm allowed one of those a year. Totally selfish. Many of you do not give a rip about any of that stuff. But I will leave that to where it is. All right. Can I get a round of applause, please? Jesus. Trying to do you guys a favor. Yay. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, though, we, um, listen, some people should be concerned out there, all right? Should be very, very concerned because a fan favorite, okay, and a media favorite in the world of sports He has got some big problems. We'll tell you who that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So uh, we're going to get into... We've seen an example of something in the world of sport. This is really going to upset a lot of people in the media. There is a favorite in the media... Um, and it's a bit of bad news. We've got a bit of bad news for this, uh, for these members of the media and a lot of these people out there, uh, one of the darlings of sports. Um, things are not going well, not going well at all. So we'll explain what that is coming up here in, uh, in just a couple of minutes. We also, at some point here on Fox Sports Radio during the show, we are still finalizing the details. We are going to do our combine comps are comparables. That's one of the favorites by many people that cover the NFL to where we're going to do some comparables. Um, But the only caveat to that is, the only criteria is they cannot be of the same race. 
All right. So I know many of you out there want to go Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick, or Baker Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, and we know why you're doing it. You try and cover it up with actual analysis. I fully refuse to take part in that. So we are going to do that. It's got to be like Lamar Jackson, right? My comp for him, Rex Grossman. All right, that is my comp for Lamar Jackson, and I'm sticking with that. Uh, and why is that? Because they have the same jersey number. I will go with uh, that'll be my comparable <sighs> for Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'm still finalizing uh, who I'm going to go with uh, with Baker Mayfield. Um, we'll go. We'll just go around. Um, so we'll have fun with that. Ralph Urban, uh, you've informed me that you did some research as well. You put together your comps. Yes, sir. I believe. Uh, do you have one that you can uh, sort of wet our beak with here on Fox Sports Radio? Um, sure. Okay. Well, I mean, it sound you sound confident, so I, I, I would assume that the that the confidence level for Ralph is high. It was going into it, and now I'm no, used- no, my confidence level's high. I just don't know, you know, if I want to, you know, just throw it out there. But I guess I can. Wet our beak, Ralph. Come on, give us a little something. Wet our beak. Come on, little little taste, little bump, if you will, for you drug addicts out there. A little bump. Well, you mentioned Baker oh. Mayfield. And and he gets compared to Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Why, why not Russell Wilson? Okay. See right there. That's perfect. Mayfield even is, is two inches taller. That's that's perfect. See, that's that's what I'm talking about. That is called in depth. That's not taking the lazy way out. That's called an in depth look. I might even go cross sports. I mean, I might go. Uh, I might compare somebody to uh, uh, to somebody. I mean, I, I might go Josh Allen, Manute Bowl. There's there. That's always a threat as well too. So at some point during the show, you're going to get actual comps. Combine comps on this show uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, Jonas Knox, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. All right, so there is a large majority of media members and fans out there who love them some LeBron James. Oof! It's really actually an amazing thing that happens to where just because it's LeBron James. You completely reverse course on everything that you believe in. All right. I was talking about this after the trade deadline. So after the trade deadline, the Cavs win a couple of games. They look good. And um, all of a sudden, the betting lines changed. Uh, the, the Cavs are now, uh, you know, the team to beat in the Eastern Conference. And now the, the narrative surrounding LeBron James and this new Cavs team, they look like they're having fun. They look like they've got energy. Gosh, what a move by Cleveland to save the season at the trade deadline. What a move. And uh, here we are after the All-Star break, and they are a diaper fire on defense. I mean, it is awful. They, uh, they lose to Denver on Saturday night. Uh, I believe Cleveland uh, is is just uh, barely above 500 in their last 10 games. They do it is it is obvious. It is obvious that this was a band-aid on a gunshot wound that Cleveland put together at the All-Star or at uh, right before the All-Star break of the trade deadline. That 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 is clear that this is a band-aid on a gunshot wound that the Cleveland Cavaliers put together. Like what do we know about LeBron James? Like this is this has been proven true on multiple occasions now. Okay? And LeBron's a great player. I think LeBron is as good of a player as I've ever seen. 
He's in the conversation. Whether you want to go MJ LeBron, I refuse to do that, especially when we're talking combine. That just I don't want to put anybody to sleep. But we can do the MJ LeBron stuff. That we'll save that for like a holiday show when nobody's listening. So the MJ LeBron comparisons, that'll be put away. But LeBron James will go down as a top two player in NBA history. Top two to three player in NBA history. He's great. He's fantastic. I don't care about the titles, all that stuff. Like, whatever. Like, Robert Ory won a bunch of titles. Uh, so did Bill Ro- Like, I, I don't care about all that. So I love LeBron James. He's a crazy talent. What he has done, I'm more impressed by his health and the fact that that guy suits up almost every single night. That that guy, his durability at this point in his career, that's the most impressive thing to me about him. But this is a fact about LeBron James. When he is the guy and he doesn't really have a superstar or a stud surrounding him and he's got to be the workhorse offensively and the go-to, this is a fact. He loses in the NBA Finals and he loses by a lot. Remember the first year he went to the Finals? First, first time he went to the NBA Finals, they got swept by the San Antonio Spurs. LeBron James was hands down the best player on the court. Hands down. And um, he had nobody else around him. Eric Snow, Zadrunas Ilgalskis, uh, I, mean, I mean, you name it. Like It was, it was a who's who of also-rans on the Cavs roster. He had no shot. When LeBron... The year Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love both got hurt in the finals. You remember that? Like, that series completely turned around because he had to be the guy against the Warriors. He couldn't do it. Last year, LeBron had to be the guy against the Golden State Warriors because the Tristan Thompson style had run its course in the NBA and it happened right before our very eyes. And LeBron had to be the guy down the stretch. And what happened? They got wiped out. We've seen multiple examples of this now. For anybody out there that thought that Rodney Hood and George Hill and Jordan Clarkson were an upgrade over this team come playoff time, you're insane. They may not have gotten along, but I'll take my chances with the guys they had on that roster in playoff time over what they've got on that roster now. He is going to have to do everything every single night, and I'm telling you, by the time they get to their final series in the playoffs, whenever that is, that dude is going to be gassed. He's a fantastic player, but he has got nothing around him right now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. More out of the NFL next. Oh, how soon we forget with some guys and then with other guys... You don't ever let him forget. I'll tell you who we're talking about here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are. Being part of the program, we appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So we were talking about uh, the NFL Combine. And, and of course, you're going to get a lot of the um, instant overreactions to things. Uh, I just saw this. This is, this is great. Um, somebody at uh, Sporting News with the headline that Sam Darnold was the biggest loser after the NFL Combine. 
All right. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's combine recap winner loser season everybody. Like come on, man. Like that it it just goes back to my point. You've you got to take into account everything. All right? Everything has to be taken into account. And for some reason we do this in the NFL where we we isolate moments and only focus on that. And it's like this is this is where and and I was making this example earlier. Like, if you messed around on your husband or your wife, or you fooled around on your better half, okay, they may decide to forgive you and take you back, but you never really ever get away with it. Like, it's always going to be there. And it'll seem like things are fine, and it could be years down the road. But something will happen. Your phone battery will die. They'll go to call you. It'll go straight to voicemail. And you could be at a work function. And because of your past and because of that time that you weren't faithful, you're going to get heat and it's going to blow up into a much bigger deal. And that isolated moment may not seem like that big of a deal. I mean, your phone just ran out of battery. Big, big whoop. It's not that big of a deal. It happens sometimes. But because of your reputation and because of your past, that's why that conversation is being had. So it's like you, you may think that you are forgiven and all is good, but it never really is. Like, and you sort of put yourself in that position. And so it was, it was why I was saying like Baker Mayfield there is sort of a narrative to Baker Mayfield that he's this party guy and he's got all these these issues and all this stuff. But Baker Mayfield's kind of set himself up for a lot of this, right? I mean, he's put himself in some bad situations. He's made some bad decisions. So I don't really feel bad for him. Like uh, an isolated moment with Baker Mayfield isn't an isolated moment because of his past. Like your phone dying isn't an isolated moment if you've got a past of being unfaithful in a relationship. And if you're if you do something or you act out in a certain way, that conversation is going to be had again. Everybody knows this, all right. Like if you make a big mistake in your relationship, if you're out of line in whatever manner, and finally that person takes you back and they forgive you, it's cool. But just understand that it doesn't take a lot to stir that conversation back up again. We all know this. We've all been there at some point or another. Like it, it's just it's the way it goes. Like we all understand that. But it is funny how the combine sort of and the the narratives on certain guys, you know, some people it's forgotten and other people it is not. You know, like like some people they they forget all about these discussions. Then other people, no, 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 we're going to keep reminding them. We're going to keep reminding you of it. So it's like Baker Mayfield's put himself in these positions. So I don't feel bad for him. But it is funny how we forget about other instances and other things in the past when it comes to other quarterbacks and, and, and moments to where maybe they had an error in judgment. So I was talking with Brady Quinn, uh, who's my radio wife here at Fox Sports Radio. On Sunday nights, Brady and I do a show from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time, 5 to 8 Pacific time. And Brady was on with me yesterday on yesterday's show. And he pointed out some hypocrisies, a little bit of a hypocrisy when it comes to the quarterbacks in this draft class, because I asked him specifically about Baker Mayfield and how he thinks this is going to shape up for him heading towards the NFL draft. 
I think he's shown some flashes of immaturity, but I mean, all these kids have, right? I think we, we tend to look by certain guys, right? Like Josh Rosen, when he had a hot tub in his dorm room, he got some flack for that. But for some other reason, we kind of forget about that. Or JT Barrett, you know, everyone looks at him as he's a leader, you know, he's mature, he's, you know, he's ready to kind of take over an NFL franchise if someone was to give him that opportunity. Uh, he had a DUI at some point. Like, do we not remember that? Yeah. Cardell Jones went and picked him up. Um, so, you know, all these guys, I think, have shown flashes of immaturity, like you see from young adults. Like, we all make mistakes. Um, so, you know, I think he's going to interview very, very well, and I think he's going to be a guy that um, some team's going to take in the top ten. Some team's going to come really impressed with his skill set and how he looks and how he works out. Uh, on the board, and, and he's going to be a top 10 pick, in my opinion. And that was uh, Brady Quinn uh, on yesterday's show talking about Baker Mayfield, and he brings up a great point. Like, JT Barrett had a DUI. He got a deuce, and Cardell Jones had to pick him up. Like, you never hear about that. Like, nobody talks about that. Like, Dak Prescott, he's like the face of whatever that yogurt company is who wanted nothing to do with Cam Newton because they found his words to be disparaging to women. So they brought in, uh, they brought in Dak Prescott to be the new face. Was it like whatever that yogurt is? Yo play or whatever. Who cares? Some yogurt. Who? Company. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know like Chobani or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> who cares? But anyways, so he's the, he's the face of, of a yogurt company. Now everybody looks at him. Great leader. Great guy. Good quarterback to have. He is a true leader at the quarterback position. Dak Prescott got a DUI the night before a kid's camp in college after his pro day. <laughs> nobody talks about it. Like nobody, but, but Baker Mayfield running from Fayetteville police, nobody can let that go. <laughs> like, and trust me, I don't want to let it go either. The idea of a potential top 10 pick in the NFL draft getting so hammered that he had food spilled on his shirt and was running from cops and getting tackled. I don't want to let go of that moment either. Okay. That is a wonderful moment in the history of college football, grabbing his crotch after somebody refused to shake his hand. I don't want to let go of it either, but it is funny how we judge certain players, but we'll let other guys slide. Like that's, that's why that, you know, it it just, you'll see these different examples pop up. So Brady brings up a good point. Here's the one thing though that you cannot deny about Baker Mayfield. He's going to get tested every single game because now they know they can sort of get at him a little bit. You know what's very similar to? Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr.'s got the same rep. Why? Because he's shown that you can get in his head. I remember reading a story about and we talked about it on the show. I remember this specifically a couple of years ago that Eli Manning and some other teammates had talked about how they Odell Beckham Jr. is really easy to rile up to where they would be at practice and Odell Beckham Jr. wasn't practicing because he had some sort of a soft tissue injury or something. It wasn't even a big deal. And they were just kind of giving him a hard time a little bit. And Odell Beckham Jr. couldn't handle it. Like, they were just teasing him, just busting his balls. Like, harmless stuff. Odell Beckham Jr. didn't like it. Couldn't handle it. And so Eli Manning kind of, well, you know, he's going to have to toughen up a little bit. You know, we're just teasing him, kind of giving him a hard time. It wasn't anything anything serious at the time. But then guess what happened? All of a sudden, Josh Norman got in his head one game, and he melted down. 
and it was meltdown after meltdown. Because now everybody knew, oh, you can rattle this guy. Okay, I got it. So you can get in this guy's head and he's going to act out like that. Now it makes sense. Like that's, that's a chink in the armor of Odell Beckham Jr. Now we know where to go to. And guys remember that. I remember talking after one of the Odell Beckham Jr. incidents where he punched something in a locker room. There's something that happened like that. Um, I was filling in on another show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, believe it or not, they do let me out during the daytime. That is, uh, that is, that does happen from time to time. I do do shows here at Fox Sports Radio when the streetlights aren't on. Believe it or not, but I was doing a show and and was talking to Ray Lewis. Um, and Ray Lewis even acknowledged because he's close with Odell Beckham Jr. and he's kind of a mentor to Odell Beckham Jr. And I said to Ray Lewis, I'm like, Ray, you know, I I know because he called and spoke to Odell Beckham Jr. and wanted to support him as Odell Beckham Jr. was going through all this stuff. And and I said to Ray Lewis, I'm like, yeah, but man, you know that if you were playing against Odell Beckham Jr., you'd be testing him, right? Because you know that he could crack. He goes, oh, every single play. Every single play, I'd be in his ear about something. Because he has given you the blueprint to how to rattle him. Like, you can get in his head. Like, Baker Mayfield's going to have to deal with that. Like, he's going to deal with that his entire career, first game as a pro, wherever it is, and there's there's a list of teams out there that people feel like are the most interested in Baker Mayfield. Uh, Denver's one of them. Miami's one of them. Like, first game, somebody's going to try and get in his head and see if they can make him break. That's going to happen. So it's why I say, like, Baker Mayfield... He can he can test out well, and he can go to the go to the combine and give great interviews and really sell himself to organizations and all of that stuff. But you know who doesn't forget other players because they now have examples, multiple examples of him having an error in judgment. And so when they play him for the first time, they're going to do everything they can get it they can do to try and get in his head and try and rattle him. Like that's the way these guys work. So, it, it, but it is funny that Brady points out that man, like you, you, like we hear all about Baker Mayfield running from police. We don't hear anything about JT Barrett getting arrested for DUI. <laughs> it is, it's funny, man. It's funny how that stuff works. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Up next, we are going to tell you what future NFL stars really are, okay? Like, no other show is going to be honest with you about this. We will be honest with you, and we'll have that for you next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we are going to have the truth, the truth about the NFL Combine. Uh, I will explain what we mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Also a reminder, 10 minutes from now, we will play pro wrestler or porn star. If you've never heard the game before, get your head out of your you-know-what. Pro wrestler or porn star has been called the greatest game show in the history of sports talk radio. If you've never heard it before, do not go anywhere. Ten minutes from now, it is addicting. You will become obsessed with it. Woo! 
And you can even be a part of it. All you have to do is call 877-996-6369. 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star. Coming up uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so uh, we were talking about just... Uh, there's... Listen, the comp, the comp thing, the comparables, when people try and do this, what kind of sparked the idea is I was talking, so David Anderson is a friend of the show here on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, David Anderson and I went to high school together. Dave was drafted. He was a seventh-round pick in the NFL, played uh, college football at Colorado State, and he got drafted seventh round. He was almost Mr. Irrelevant. But he got drafted by Houston, and he actually turned out to have a decent NFL career. Like the fact that the guy lasted in the NFL six, seven years when he almost went undrafted, and he's an undersized wide receiver, it's pretty impressive. But like when you think about Dave, and him and I were joking about it one time, you would talk about how people would try and compare him. And so the comparisons that he would get would be to like Wes Welker or uh, Julian Edelman, or Danny Amendola. You, you catching a theme here? Okay? Get, getting what, I, what I'm, what I'm kind of serving out here? It's like, eh, why don't you guys just come out and say, he's white, okay? That's why we're, that's why we're comparing him to it. You know, why don't we just come out and say that? Why is that not, a, not an option? Why can't we just have honest conversations here? Okay, but so much of this is based on on look as opposed to what they actually do. Like I even and I even told Dave, I was like, Dave, you know what you're never gonna hear? Man, that Dave Anderson, when I watch him play, really does remind me of Eddie Royal. <laughs> like no one's ever gonna say that. Like that's that's never gonna come up in a conversation. All right. That like that'll never be a conversation at any point. Man, that David Anderson, whew, sure does remind me of Eddie Royal. Like that you'll never hear that. Or Brandon Cooks. Like, you're, you're never going to hear those. And so, so many of these evaluations are based on how they look. So I figured, you know, what the F? If we're going to play that game, why don't we go all the way? All right, but let's do it with certain players in this year's NFL Combine. Okay, so let's do it with certain players in this year's NFL Combine. Now, Ralph Irvin, our national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Ralph, uh, you are uh, so you are big into the uh, the comps, right? You're big into this. This is like a a hobby of yours, actually, correct? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, if, if I find a player that I find intriguing, I like to dig in and, and really compare him with other players of a similar type. Yeah. So Ralph and I have put together. We have got five players each. We might even have the same player. Okay, but we are going to compare which of these NFL Combine studs actually stack up. Like, what is their true comp? Okay, but here, there is one criteria to all of this. They have to be of the opposite race, right? We're going to increase the degree of difficulty in this. You can no longer take the lazy, whoa, Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick, or Baker Mayfield is Johnny Manziel. No more of that. Enough. We do not see race in any of this. Ralph and I are going to give you our honest comparisons when it comes to the NFL Combine. Uh, so, Ralph, uh, go ahead and take it away. Give me your five. You have five of these bad boys. Let's hear Ralph Irvin's comps from the 2018 NFL Combine. All right. Well, I'll give you one that uh, I found interesting. That's Josh Rosen. Uh, the 
player I compared him to was Jameis Winston. Okay, fair enough. That is because when I think Josh Rosen, I think Jameis Winston for sure. Like he would be a guy that would steal crab legs. Well, and here's the interesting thing with Jameis Winston. When he was compared on the NFL's official site, his comp was actually to Eli Manning. So I give them credit. That's who they compared him to. So I found it interesting that here's Josh Rosen. A lot of people have talked about going to the New York Giants being compared to a player who was compared to Eli Manning. Okay, that's a good one. All right, so there we go. So Ralph has got uh, got Josh Rosen compared to Jameis Winston. What else you got, Ralph? Well, I have uh, Lamar Jackson, who, of course, some people have talked about the possibility of him going to receiver. I found it interesting because my comp with him was Marcus Mariota. Oh, okay. Now, all right. Jackson actually has had more time under center as a college quarterback, so is probably more pro-ready than Mariota was. Okay, we will accept that. And plus, Marcus Mariota, let's, let's also dig a little deeper here. Uh, Ralph is the he's sort of the unofficial voice of Hawaii football as he provides us updates during the football season of Hawaii games because they're the only thing on at this hour because we're doing a show in the middle of the night. Aloha, but, brother. And there it is. That's a live reaction from Ralph. So Ralph, of course, had to get the Hawaii guy in. I'm surprised Timmy Chang hasn't made an appearance, uh, according to Ralph Irvin. But there it is. Mariota compared to Lamar uh, Jackson. There we go. Uh, Josh Allen. My initial comp for Josh Allen was Cardale Jones, but I thought that was a little rough on the guy. Yeah. So instead, I, I gave him his due respect and compared him to Jamarcus Russell. Okay, that is well done. Good job, Ralph. See? that You got to do a little... So now, what Ralph is saying is that is that a, a couple of years from now, Josh Allen will be selling the purple drink outside a gas station somewhere. <laughs> that is that is what, uh, what Ralph is getting at. Uh, so there it is. So so Josh Allen, a future Oakland Raider, according to Ralph. That it is, yes. Now I already gave you Baker Mayfield and Russell Wilson. So so we'll go to my 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 coup de gras, the 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 the, the piece of the resistance, if you will. And that is Sam Darnold. Oh, this will be a good one. Because a lot of people in their analysis of Sam Darnold, the NFL official site says his floor is as a solid starter. His floor is as a solid starter. That's kind of saying he's guaranteed going to be great. So therefore, they would like you to think it would be Warren Moon. Oh, okay. okay. And I can see because when I look at at Sam Darnold and Warren Moon, when you put them side by side, I can't tell the difference. Well, and I don't see them that way. So so it's not Warren Moon. Okay. No, I'm looking at Sam Darnold in his first year being prominent at USC at 31 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. And the person I'm comparing him to in his big season had 32 touchdowns and eight interceptions. Very comparable stats, physically very comparable. And that guy is Achilles Smith. Oh, yeah, the Oregon Duck. All right, I'm into it. Because I'm into it. just like all of the predecessors that have been overhyped at USC, I think you will fail miserably. Yeah, it is. The UCLA. No, God, please, yeah, no. Yeah, the UCLA no, and no. Ralph with a pot shot at the USC football Trojans. All right. So the there year it is. after his breakout year, he was exposed pretty badly. Okay, there it is. Ralph Irvin. Those are his comps. Those are his comps. I like all of those. Uh, all right. All right. So here we go. Now, I've got my five. Now, I might do a couple of different players from uh, from Ralph Irvin, but I might, I'm going to do my five so one that I, I gave you a little bit ago, but for the new audience, I will give it to you again. Um, a lot of people trying to compare Lamar Jackson to, uh, say, a Michael Vick. Um, I know Ralph did the Marcus Mariota comparison. To me, when I see Lamar Jackson and I look at his college film, I cannot help but think Rex Grossman. 
and that is solely based on the jersey number. I look nothing further on Lamar Jackson because I refuse to see the race in all of this. I am going to go Rex Grossman for Lamar Jackson. They both don the number eight, which means that Lamar Jackson will take a team to a Super Bowl, and he will also cost them that Super Bowl. So that is how that will go, uh, according to my comp for Lamar Jackson. Next up, all right, next up, Baker Mayfield. When you look at Baker Mayfield, you just look at the credentials. You see the Heisman Trophy. You see the agility. You see the accuracy. You see the size. You see the, the well, the off-field issues. So immediately everybody wants to take the lazy way out and go Johnny Manziel. I refuse to do that, okay? Because when I think the size, the production at the college level, the fact that he won a Heisman Trophy, I cannot get past my comp for Baker Mayfield, which would be... Troy Smith, everybody. Troy Smith is Baker Mayfield. It is a spot-on resemblance. Just put a side-by-side. You will see the comparisons. It is easy there. Uh, Next up is Josh Allen. To me, this is all about size, okay? Which that'll be a drop that's brought back to haunt me later on, I'm sure. This is all about size. And so a lot of people look at Josh Allen and they want to go, oh, this is easy. Come on, man. Ben Roethlisberger. Come on, let's, let's go the Ben Roethlisberger route. I refuse to do that. Okay, I'm thinking bigger. When you saw that arm talent, when you see somebody of that size, I'm thinking bigger. My comp for Josh Allen at the next level is the Sasquatch from the Jack Link Beef Jerky commercials. That'll be my comp for Josh Allen. Uh, either that or the uh, that, that, that gorilla from Harry and the Hendersons, whatever that thing was that they tried to say was a Sasquatch. Uh, I'm going to go with that for my Josh Allen comp. Next up, Saquon Barkley. All right, when you look at Saquon Barkley, you look at, at the the off-the-charts testing at the Combine. Okay, you look at the fact that he can uh, he's he can help out on special teams. You look at the fact that he's a threat out of the backfield. You look at the fact that he can run him under center. You, you look at everything about Saquon Barkley, everything that is Saquon Barkley, how you can use him in so many different roles, and you can use him to fit in so many different areas. If, if you need some help receiving, you can put him there. You need help on special teams, you can put him there. And when you think about the size, the strength, the speed, there is nobody better to compare Saquon Barkley to than Danny Woodhead. I think Danny Woodhead is a perfect comp for Saquon uh. Barkley. And then finally, Sam Darnold. My comp for Sam Darnold, who a lot of people project, will be the number one pick in the NFL draft. When you think about a good teammate, a good reputation off the field, a good locker room guy, and somebody who will have a long and productive NFL career with some starts and will even finish up as a backup somewhere with some Super Bowl creds to go along with it. Ladies and gentlemen, my comp for Sam Darnold, Charlie Batch. That is it. Charlie Batch is your Sam Darnold comparison. Exceptional. And there it is, folks. That is uh, that is the true comps from NFL Combine Weekend 2018. I don't know about you, Ralph. I'm exhausted. I, you know, it, it takes a lot to really dig that deep. It would have been easy to go red hair on red hair and just say uh, that uh, Sam Darnold was Andy Dalton, but that would have been lazy. That would have been lazy. And that's why I went with another Cincinnati quarterback exactly for that reason. Yeah. See, so uh, so there we go. That is um, that is how it's done. That is how you do true comps when it comes to the NFL Combine. All right, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. That is an important number, and here's why. 
We are going to play pro wrestler or porn star. All right, pro wrestler or porn star. It is the hottest game show in the history of Sports Talk Radio. If you want to be a part of it, 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we'll begin with the first team to qualify for the NCAA tournament. McLean comes up, drives in the lane, puts it up, missed the shot, and the Racers rush the floor. They are your 2018 OBC tournament champions. That's Froggy1037 with the call as Murray State beats Belmont 68-51 to win the Ohio Valley Championship. They're the first team to qualify for the NCAA tournament. Their first trip to the tourney since 2012. Number 15, Michigan, a 75-64 upset of number 2 Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament. The Wolverines will face number 8 Purdue for the Big Ten title on Sunday. Oklahoma State, a big surprise of number 6 Kansas, 82 64 in the NBA. Denver handed Cleveland their fourth loss in their last five home games, 126-117, while Houston's won 15 straight, 123-120. They beat the Boston Celtics. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, we're talking about the NFL Combine. As we sit here, you can't help but think about, though, players that are already in the league like Rob Gronkowski. What's his future going to be? Does he stay with the Patriots or does he pursue the other offers that he has received? Pro well, wrestler or porn star? Well done, Ralph. That is uh, that is how you work in a show segment with a tease. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We do it every single week at this time. It's the hottest game show in the history of sports talk radio. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Is it a pro wrestler or a porn star? Genitalia, I love that. You have an affection for big men. Yeah. It is that time. Every single week at this time we play this game, and we have got a thousand phone lines filled to the brim. If you think I'm lying about the popularity of this show, I dare you to call 877-996-6369. That's a thousand phone lines. You're going to hit a busy signal because everybody wants in on the hottest game show in sports talk radio today. In fact, I'm going to put it as the hottest game show in sports talk radio history. So here we go. Let's find out who wants in here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go all the way to Washington first, where Don is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Don, what's happening? No, not much. I've been studying for the porn stars all week, but yep. I've had a problem getting to the credits. I don't yep. know. All right, Don. I know where you were trying to go with that punchline, but unfortunately, <laughs> I think uh, we kind of <laughs> got oh. it didn't stick the landing. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, well, you know. So, Don, Don, what's happening in uh, Washington? Is this Washington State? Yeah, it's Washington State. You smoke any weed on Saturday night there, Don? Of course. Okay. Got to smoke some weed and walk <laughs> down with a beer and some vodka. I know. Who the who the hell am I, you know, to ask that All question? Right. Uh, now, what kind of vodka are we talking about? Did you go with the high-dollar stuff like Pop-Off? No, no. Just the, just the Monarch 100 Proof. All right. The uh, I'm sorry. What was that again? Monarch 100 Proof. Monarch 100 Proof. Well, let's go yeah. live to our show alcoholic, Iowa Sam. Sam, have you ever taken in Monarch 100 Proof? No, and it sounds like it'd make you go blind. Hey, is that like the the type of like you'll get like some tequilas? You go to a liquor store somewhere and they'll sell tequila and like a like a nine millimeter glass. Like it looks like a handgun. 
Uh, or they'll no. sell in like a skull. Like, wh- wh- where do you do they actually sell bottles of Monarch? Oh yeah. Okay. Hundred proof, huh? Oh, of course. Oh. All right. Gotta have the kick. A little little vodka, a little weed, and a little pro wrestling and porn for a there Saturday night, early Sunday <gasps> for Don in Washington. Uh, let's, let's find out who Don is going to be uh, taking on. Let's go all the way to line number 955, where Manuel is in Gardena, California, listening on Fox Sports Radio. Manuel, what's happening? Not a whole hell of a lot other than Jonas Knox is blowing up the spot. Woo, woo. Hey, Manuel, you're in L.A. What do you think about my comparison, Sam Darnold to Charlie Batch? You into that or what? I am, but, man, I think you're giving him way too much credit. Okay. I'm looking at Jamarcus Russell, baby. Okay, all right, so Sam Darnold to Jamarcus Russell. See, you didn't take the lazy way out, all right? We we, we removed the laziness from this. Okay, what you about cannot... this one? Baker Mayfield and Vince Holman. And, and I'm sorry, who? Vince Coleman. Vince Coleman. Okay. Like work. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, I get Yeah, We can go cross-sport. I'm into that. Look, it's like uh, 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 Shaq Griffin, the guy from um, from UCF, Jim Abbott. I mean, that's 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 a fair comp. I think that's a Hell fair comp. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Jim Abbott. Yeah. Michigan man. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Manuel is ready to rock. I can already tell. And then we've got Don, who uh, we're just hoping he's still going to be breathing air by the time this segment is over because he is ripped on weed and vodka. <laughs> Uh, in Washington. All right, so here we go. This is how it works. I've got a list of names here. It is either the name of a pro wrestler or the name of a porn star. I'm going to start with Don, then I'm going to go over to Manuel. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we will go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough? Sounds good. All right, so here we go. Don in Washington. First up, the name for you here on pro wrestler or porn star is Annie Black Fox, pro wrestler or porn star. Pro wrestler. That is incorrect. That is uh, incorrect. Annie Black Fox is a porn star. And so we turn things over to Manuel in L.A. Manuel, the next name up for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Poison Envy. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That is a pro wrestler. That is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. So back over to Don in Washington we go, looking to break the scoreless tie here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Don, blank. Don, the name for you is Fat Cheeks, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Tough one. Let's go Pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Oh, man. Glad I didn't see that point. Yeah, this is a (laughs) defensive struggle here so far on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. So back over to Manuel we go. Manuel, the name for you to try and break a scoreless tie here is Jimmy Yang, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. I'm going to go Pro Wrestler. That is correct, sir. That is correct. I will not ask you your rationale as to why that would be a pro wrestler and not a porn star. We will leave that alone. We do not want to lose our jobs. We go back over to Don in Washington here on Fox Sports Radio. Don, to try and tie things up here on pro wrestler or porn star, the name for you is Pinkberry Carey, pro wrestler or porn star. That sounds porn star, so I'm going to go pro wrestler. That is incorrect. Man. Hey, Don, uh, when you were studying for porn, uh, were you really studying? Well, I didn't make it to the credits. So that, that. Yeah, that's, that is true. Um, but you did get a forearm cramp out of it. We go back over to Manuel oh. in Southern California. Manuel, the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star to take a two-point lead is Alexis Smirnoff. 
pro wrestler or a porn star? That is a pro wrestler. That is correct. Look at me. Well, I'm on fire. Hey, Don, uh, you got to get on the board here, bub. Yeah, I hear you. All right, so here we go. All right, Don. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. The name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Big Daddy Voodoo, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That sounds like Pro Wrestler. That is correct. Congratulations, Don. You are on the board here. That is correct. So we go back over to Manuel in Southern California. Now, Manuel, you can win the game here. Okay, if you get this correct, the game is over. All right, so this this will be a big-time win for Manuel in Southern California if you are to get this correct. So, Manuel, to win it all here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. You know that. All right, so here we go. Manuel, to win it all here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Pocahontas, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Oh, Porn star all day. Are you sure? I'm positive on that. You bet your ass you're positive. That is correct, man. Well, in Southern California, he was efficient. He was confident. He was locked in, and he is a winner on this week's edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Man, well, my man. Congratulations. Grab that sucker. Put it in. Great job, Jonas. Love the show, baby. <laughs> you too, brother. Thank you. With an appearance from Mike North towards the end. That is, uh, that's called a good edition of Pro Wrestler Porn Star. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Pink Barry Carey? How the F could you Who? think that was a pro wrestler? Come on, man. Like, pay close attention to the names here. Giggity, 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 giggity. All right. 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next, the final four is set. Okay, the final four is set. All right? I, 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 I'm telling you, the final four is already set, but it's not the final four that you think it is. Find out who we're talking about next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. For those of you listening on the podcast right now, you do not hear the dulcet tones of Silver Chair. <laughs> whatever. By the way, Sam, whatever happened to Silver Chair? No they do, idea. Did they do anything after their first album? I I really don't know. They were basically like grunge light. Like they, they there was no real balls to their music. They had I mean a couple of okay songs, but there was nothing really there. They had this song. Yeah. Tomorrow. Didn't they have another song? Uh, I was I just listening to a, a song in break called uh, Anthem of the Year 2000, and it was all right. Yeah, I don't really know much about this band, but always pops up on the uh, the grunge uh, radio, are, you know, on like are, 90s. Are we 90s the radio. first national radio show to play a silver chair song in the last 20 years? Probably. Yeah, I'm yeah. leaning towards yes. And I'm very proud of that yeah, fact. Yeah, I'm leaning towards yes. So that is, it's called, that's called dipping into the archives, or as some people would refer it, Swinging and missing on the bumper music for this segment. Oh, I don't know. It's a classic. Just a joke, man. Don't tell. Don't I hate so serious. Uh, by the way, uh, we had a <laughs> hey Bill Belichick. Your thoughts on Silverchair? I hate that song. Thank you, sir. Uh, we had uh, somebody uh, call in earlier. He was playing a pro wrestler or porn star. I believe Don in Washington. Um, and uh, he was said that he was smoking weed. And drinking Monarch Vodka. I've never heard of Monarch Vodka in my life. 
I have no idea what the hell Monarch Vodka is. Um, but uh, somebody has sent this in. A guy on Twitter writes in, My condolences to Don in Washington. Dude is drinking Hornet and Wasp Spray. And it's a picture of the Monarch. <laughs> it's the picture of the Monarch Vodka. And it, there's the caption underneath that says, How to Die in Five Seconds. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that is... That stuff looks awful, man. Wow. Monarch vibe. We've talked about some crummy booze on this show before because it's weekend overnights, but I don't know if we've ever had a Monarch vodka reference. He may need a Tums in the morning. Yeah. Let me just tell you that. Like, uh, it's burn. Like, I'm telling you right now, Iowa Sam's, our, our technical producer, he would drink Axe body spray if there was tequila in it. It's and true. I, and you would, I have. And you, and you would not drink Monarch vodka. Probably not. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Maybe if it's free. Um, all right. Uh, can we do a show now, please? Are we back on the air? All right, let's get back to sports. The final four set, everybody. The final four is set. I know a lot of you are going to be uh, excited to fill out uh, you know, brackets coming up here in a couple of weeks and who's going to win your final four and all of that stuff. Like The final four is set already. I have the answer. And the final four that I am referring to is the final four teams in the hunt for Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. We have a final four. This according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, who sent this out um, on Saturday, that the final four teams expected to be vying for quarterback Kirk Cousins are the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Jets, and the Vikings. So we now know. So Kirk Cousins, who is the big fish in a free agency uh, is uh, is going to be in the in the hunt like in the hunt for Kirk Cousins is going to be Denver, Arizona, the Jets, and the Vikings. Here's like to me the Vikings make a ton of sense because the Vikings aren't picking high up in the draft, and so if you were the Minnesota Vikings, that would like. And I remember t- I, we were talking about it a week ago to where I was like, ah, oh, you know, Minnesota likes a lot of guys on their roster. Maybe they want to keep one of those guys around. To me, Denver and Arizona make the most sense. I don't I don't I don't buy the Jets. But then you're hearing that Minnesota's ready to walk away from all of them. Case Keenum, Sam Bradford, like they're ready to, to turn the page on all those guys. And if that's the case, Minnesota's got to make a heavy push at Kirk Cousins because they don't have a high enough pick to try and grab one of these top quarterbacks. Denver's picking at five. I've heard stuff that Denver really likes Baker Mayfield, that, that John Elway really likes Baker Mayfield a lot. So you could see Baker Mayfield maybe go to Denver. Uh, Arizona's desperately in need of a quarterback. Uh, the Jets, picking at six, are going to be in the running to try and take a quarterback. So I, I j- this is where the free agent class sort of collides with these with these draft hopefuls. And I think the conversation is no longer a black and white thing. A lot of things are going to change up until the draft. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. More out of the NFL next year on FSR. You like that? You like that? So there's something that you hated growing up, but as it turns out, it sort of conditions you for something that two players in the NFL are going to have to deal with this upcoming season. I'll explain what we mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. 
You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program right now. We appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, By the way, a little uh, public service announcement here. If you tuned in, to hear me do an Oscars-themed sports segment during the show with the Oscars coming up later on tonight, you can take your ears and your ass out of here. We will not partake in any of that. That will not be going on on this show because we do uh, award-winning segments like uh, Can You Guess Whether This Name Is A Pro Wrestler or A Porn Star? So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but I do want to get to the big events going on in the NFL this weekend. Um, and that is the NFL combine. And there's something that I realized that you're sort of conditioned when you're growing up to deal with certain things in life. And it just really all depends on whatever it is that you grew up around. So like I grew up in a big family. And so when you're in a big family and you have a lot of brothers like, like I had, there's a lot of a lot of fights that go on. I mean, like there's a lot of kids. Um, you're sort of all around kind of the same age, but then there's some older ones. So you got this big brother, little brother feel to it. I was the second to youngest, so uh, there was only one person that I could kind of pick on, but I had like four other people that could pick on me. And like you grow up in a big family, you you sort of like you're conditioned to learn a couple of things, right? You learn these early on. And, um, like when I grew up, my big family taught me that because we didn't have a lot of money, that you got to be really smart with your money whenever you get it. Okay. It also tells you that, uh, that you've got to learn to share because there's always people around. So you need to be able to learn to share and to just deal with the idea that not everything is based on you. Like if you're if you're an only child, you don't really have that issue. Like everything is about you, and then you have trouble sharing when you get older. Um, when you grow up in a big family, you just that's what you're you're conditioned to to deal with that stuff. The other thing that you know, and anybody who has a lot of siblings knows this to be a fact. Like you learn early on, never show when something bothers you. Never. Because if you've got a lot of brothers and you guys are very competitive and you show the first crack that something they said bothers you, they will spend the rest of your childhood reminding you of that or making that joke for as long as it bothers you still. Like that that will still be something that comes up. Because you've shown them that that is a that is a moment of weakness. That's a weak spot for you. Like if they go to the, if they go there, that's always going to bother you. So you sort of learn your condition because of this big family. You learn early on never show that weakness. Like never show them that that thing bothers you because they're going to go back to the well every single time. Even if it's eating you alive, you never show them that. And so the reason I bring this up is because we were talking about the NFL Combine and just some of the reactions to some of these players at the Combine. And a lot of this stuff is really overblown, okay? It's really overblown, but the Combine is important. I mean, if you're Orlando Brown of Oklahoma, a guy who put up 
14 in the bench press. That's kind of a bad look. When you run a 5840, it's kind of a bad look. There are parked cars that run 5840s, okay? Like, it's not, that's not a good look for you. So it is a big deal. Like, you can really change your fortune and your family's fortune just based on some of these performances. So it is a big deal, but a lot of it is so overblown, okay? Like, a, a lot of this stuff is really overblown. Like, like some of the guys that are the studs of the, of the combine and all that, like, they're still going to go back to the game tape. They're still going to look at a lot of things. They're not just going to factor in what happens this weekend. But one of the, the biggest storylines in the combine and going into draft season is what the hell do you do with Baker Mayfield? Like, nobody can really figure it out. I've heard comparables between, uh, I've heard Case Keenum, I've heard Johnny Manziel. Uh, like, you're doing all these comps, all of these stuff. And Baker Mayfield had a nice weekend at the Combine. It was very accurate, threw the ball with, with a lot of zip, according to some scouts and some people that watched him. They thought he threw the ball better than Josh Rosen. But the fact of the matter is, Baker Mayfield and his reputation is going to stay with him for a long time. And the person that reminds me a lot of Baker Mayfield is Odell Beckham Jr. And I was making the point earlier in the show, Odell Beckham Jr., his biggest mistake that he made in his career was letting people know that you could rattle him. Like, you learn that in a big family. If you show your brothers or your sisters that something bothers you, they're going to go back to the well all the time. For the rest of Odell Beckham's career, guys are going to test him as often as they possibly can. Because he gave that to him, He gave them the blueprint on how to rattle him. Josh Norman was the first guy, but there were stories about him in the offseason about teammates giving him a hard time and him not being able to handle it. I, I shared the story last hour that I talked with Ray Lewis about it, and Ray Lewis said that if he were playing, and he's close to Odell Beckham, and he's one of Odell Beckham's mentors that he spoke to after one of Odell Beckham's outbursts. And Ray Lewis even acknowledged, man, if I was playing against him, I'd go to that well every single time because he's shown me that that bothers him. Baker Mayfield may have had a nice weekend at the Combine in Indianapolis. That guy is going to get tested early and often in the NFL, regardless of where he goes. Like You're going to hear about an incident either in training camp or whatever the case may be. But Baker Mayfield is going to get tested. And it's him that put himself in these spots. Like he put himself in these situations. Right or wrong, may not be a big deal if it were an isolated incident, but it was Baker Mayfield's reputation that put him there. So he had a great weekend at the Combine, according to everybody, and and he interviewed really well, and he did, did some really nice things. But it's everything that led up to this moment that people are really going to talk about. Like, Baker Mayfield could drop an F-bomb. He could kick over a Gatorade bucket at his pro day. In the moment, that's not a big deal. But you know where this conversation is going to go. When you mix that in with all those other moments, now you've got yourself a trend. And Baker Mayfield has put him in that spot. When he grabbed his crotch and was so upset that somebody didn't shake his hand... He exposed himself to all of this, not literally. You know what I mean? But he 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 put himself in these positions. So that's why I say when you when you factor in everything involved in so in so many of these players, like you gotta be honest about what it is that you're looking at. 
Okay, and, and by honesty, I mean you've got to take in the entire season, the entire body of work. Like if you think Orlando Brown of Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield's teammate, is only going to be judged based on what happens at the combine, you're crazy. Like he may drop in the draft, but somebody's going to get good value for him because the guy proved that he could play at a high level. You remember Teddy Bridgewater and Johnny Manziel when they came out? Those guys were in the same draft class. You remember Teddy Bridgewater's pro day? It was terrible. There were some people that said Teddy Bridgewater had one of the worst pro days they'd ever seen. Like, like he was awful. And pro days, I mean, everything's scripted. And Teddy Bridgewater was dreadful at his pro day. Johnny Manziel, you remember his pro day? He wore shoulder pads and a helmet and had like some DJ in the uh, Texas A&M tent, wherever the hell they did the, his pro day. And it felt like a rock concert. And Johnny Manziel put on a show. And here we are a couple of years later, Teddy Bridgewater is still in the league and Johnny Manziel is offering to play for free. Like you can like take this stuff with a grain of salt. You know, it's like Josh Allen. Oh, cool. Josh Allen looked really, really neat in his pro day, completed a bunch of 65 yard passes. Awesome. This isn't the longest drive competition. Okay. Like, like who are the greatest golfers? The one who win the majors? Like, like uh, win at Augusta National or the guy that wins the longest drive competition. I mean, come on. Like, like, take this stuff with a grain of salt. We can't overreact just because somebody was off the charts during the combine. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, I do want to tell you about Hooters, though. Oof, you have got to get to Hooters. And you've got to try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many at Hooters. Uh, Up next, there will be some moving and shaking in the NFL. All right, a lot of moving parts, and it is all centering around one player in the league. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Bottom of the hour, 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have another edition of the Scraps. Uh, So that'll be coming up here uh, on FSR. Uh, Didn't uh, Marilyn Manson have some meltdown on stage recently? Did you hear about that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, it's some meltdown. Like he left the stage or something. They thought he might have been like hammered off out of his mind or something like that. Marilyn Manson. You know. never know if it's a show with him or not. Who knows? This guy's and, a wild card. And more importantly, who cares? All right. He's tamed by today's standards. Yeah. Well, you remember, <laughs> although that, that MTV Video Music Awards appearance that he gave years ago, what he's saying, uh, was it the Beautiful People or whatever it was? Jeez, man. At the time, people were outraged by it. Totally outraged. He also one time uh, at a concert put his... Um, his man stuff on a on a security guard's bald head, and the guy did not like that. I'll tell you what. I didn't know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'll leave this alone. This is. Uh, I will uh, go ahead and leave leave that alone. I'm trying to be a professional here. Somebody's got to uh, somebody's got to steer this car back on the road and out of the gutter that uh, Iowa Sam just took us in. Um, all right, so we've been talking a lot about the uh, the NFL Combine this weekend, and I choose to talk about the NFL Combine this weekend because I think the majority of you could not care less 
about um, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Uh, so we, uh, the NFL Combine kind of gives you this sneak peek into what you, what you think is going to happen. And I was saying this about Saquon Barkley, and I'm going to get back to Saquon Barkley here in a couple of minutes because there's something that is interesting. But the Josh Allen stuff that took place on Saturday, like everybody's freaking out about Josh Allen you know, because he threw the ball really far and there are people saying he's got this arm that's like this once in a in a decade type arm talent and he was according to like his trainer or his personal coach or whatever, they think that it is pro day Josh Allen is gonna throw the ball ninety yards. Um, like the, that's that's gonna be his thing to kind of show everybody he's got this big arm. And it's great and all. I mean that that's that's awesome. You know, like I got news for you. I I can on my cheat days when I haven't had carbs in a while. I can I can put them back with the best of them. I can eat, man. But uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to go to Coney Island and take part in the hot dog eating contest. Okay. Like just because I can do, I mean that I just have no interest in that. It's, it's not happening. And for some reason now everybody has Josh Allen as their number one quarterback. Like he's the guy. And. My point on Josh Allen and, and some of these evaluations going on this weekend, like you got to take into account everything. Josh Allen was 95th in the country. He can throw the ball a mile. He was 95th in completion percentage. And and his best games were against teams like Gardner-Webb and Air Force and Utah. And he was really bad against other teams like Iowa and Oregon. Like, you got to look at everything. This is not just a, wow, he hit it out of the park. What what an outstanding job. It's why people, like Sporting News, had some article up earlier that said the biggest loser at the NFL Combine is Sam Darnold. I can assure you there are more questions about Josh Allen than Sam Darnold, regardless of whether or not he threw at the Combine. But people get so caught up in the moment. I don't know why. I don't know what if this is just an NFL thing. But people get so caught up in the moment. And so I was talking with Brady Quinn, uh, my radio wife on Fox Sports Radio. He uh, uh, do a show with Brady every Sunday night from 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern time here on FSR. And Brady and I were talking just about what teams are looking at and evaluations of quarterback. And Brady talked about his experience at the Combine and sort of what teams and organizations really do care about as they evaluate these players? Well, I mean, look, I didn't throw at the combine. I had a torn PCL um, in my bowl game. So I, the only thing I really did was all the testing, uh, the mental, the bench press, because it, it didn't involve my lower body, obviously, um, and then all the interviews and everything else. Um, so you know, as, as far as that went, I mean, it's, it's something like, they, obviously, they make a big deal about the combine because of the interview process, because of medical history. The other stuff, to be quite honest with you, it's just they don't prioritize it that much, really, when you talk to the head coaches and general managers. Like, they're going to look at the game film, and they're going to base a lot of things off that. Then if they really like you, what they're going to do is they're either not going to talk about you because they don't want anyone to know that they feel that strongly about you, or they're going to have a private workout, and they're going to schedule it, they're going to come work you out, and they're going to test you in the way that they know how, and that's how they're going to try to gauge what you can or cannot do. The combine, the pro day, like those things – um, I don't think they put a lot of stock into because everything's scripted. Every, everything's kind of expected. They want to put you in a, uh, scenarios where there's not the expected and you have to react much like a game. 
like if you've got a guy like Sam Darnold, who you know has played at a high level, um, has played in big time bowl games against real competition, and he's had his struggles, no doubt about it. And he's not exact; he's not a finished product by any means. None of these guys are. But if if you were to say which one do you care about most, a guy who in competition you've seen perform at the highest of levels, uh, or is it more important that a guy can throw the ball sixty five yards? during scripted plays and routes with no pass rush? Like, which is more important to you? So, like, the idea that now all of a sudden Josh Allen has jumped to the top of the board for everybody's on everybody's draft board at quarterback because of this weekend is crazy. Like, if you believe Josh Allen is your guy, then it's more about what you've seen on the game film than what you saw at the Combine in Indianapolis. Like I, I don't I don't know where that where that conversation has changed, but but it does now start to take on a different a different level because now you look at it and you go, okay, where does it make sense for Josh Allen to go? Because he is a raw talent, regardless of what you think about his arm and all of that stuff. The guy's a raw talent. I mean, he's completing fifty six percent of his passes. That's not good. It's not, I mean, that that's not good at all. So, and, and there's been discussions about his inaccuracies, and you, you may be able to throw the, fo- the football 100 yards, but if you don't know where you're throwing it, what's the point? Like, uh, you know, guys at the longest drive competition, they may be, be able to hit the ball 500 yards, but if they don't know which fairway it's going to land on, what's the point? You're not going on the PGA Tour. It's not happening. So, like, this is where free agency and so many things are all sort of tied together. And how this whole conversation changes. Because I was saying on the show yesterday about Saquon Barkley, like, I, I don't know why all of a sudden, because Saquon Barkley's performance at the Combine, there's this clamoring for the Browns to have to take him number one. Best player in the draft, best player on the board. You got to take Saquon Barkley number one overall. Just do your research. Find me the last time a Hall of Fame level running back won you a Super Bowl. It doesn't happen. The last time a Hall of Fame running back won a Super Bowl was Jerome Bettis. I mean, it just it doesn't work that way. It's about quarterbacks. You either have your quarterback or you don't. And so that's why I don't I don't I don't get where we we went into this weekend knowing all of this, but because Saquon Barkley jumped really high, now all of a sudden we forget about all that. Forget it. That guy's got to be your number one pick. It doesn't make any sense. The only team where Saquon Barkley makes total sense to me would be the Browns because you've got an extra pick in the in the draft. But this is where free agency ties into all this stuff, okay? Because what if, say, let me paint a scenario for you. So say you're the Cleveland Browns, and you don't believe, and, and to me, Cleveland taking Saquon Barkley number one overall with their current crop of quarterbacks is a total mistake. Like I could, I can understand you taking him at four, but you better go get your quarterback at one. But let's say this: say you're the Cleveland Browns. Who's a guy that you already had interest in? Okay, you already tried to get AJ McCarron, a guy that Hugh Jackson knows. So what if you're Cleveland and you sign AJ McCarron and you sign him to a two or a three year deal? Now the top of the draft changes. Because then if you're Cleveland and you want to go up and you want to grab Saquon Barkley number one overall, I get it. You've already addressed your quarterback in the offseason because now what you do is at number four, that's where you draft your quarterback that you groom. And that's where a guy like Josh Allen comes in. Because Josh Allen 
is going to need to sit. If you put Josh, with those sort of accuracy issues, if you put Josh Allen in a live NFL game right now, <laughs> I mean, if you think Boise State was eating him up, I mean, what do you think he's going to do uh, against the Ravens? Or what do you think he's going to do uh, against one of these other teams that are out there if he, if he's drafted number one overall by the Cleveland Browns? But if you go out and you get your veteran quarterback that you think you can you can have in the draft, you can go find a guy to play behind that veteran quarterback, and you go out and get A.J. McCarron, then I get it. Take Saquon Barkley number one overall, and you come back at four and you take whatever your top quarterback is at that point. If the Giants take a quarterback at two, you know Indianapolis is probably not taking a quarterback at three. So you're going to get either the best or the second best quarterback in a, in a, in a quarterback-rich draft class. That makes sense to me. But the idea that you would just take Saquon Barkley number one overall and just roll with whoever it is you have on the roster, I don't get it. Like, like Deshaun Kaiser's got to be sitting there going, man, I should have stayed in another year. No, I mean, what a – I mean, he got screwed. <laughs> Deshaun, Deshaun Kaiser went into an impossible situation, and he's, he's, you know, he, he's the guy who's going to be wearing it in Cleveland. But I just – I think that this is a deeper discussion all the way around. Like, the fact that – that if you're a Browns fan, you just want them to go ahead and take Saquon Barkley because he's the best player there. Listen, if you sign A.J. McCarron, I'm on board for it. But the idea of taking a running back number one overall when historically that's a position that breaks down sooner than anybody else. So you're putting the most valuable pick of the draft. You're putting into a position that breaks down sooner than anybody else and historically doesn't win you big games. Like It doesn't make any sense. Unless you go out and you get your quarterback like an A.J. McCarron, and then you bring somebody back uh, with the fourth pick and you draft your your heir apparent to the throne. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Up next... There are stories from around the world of sports we have got to get to. We are the only show that can do it for you. Find out what we mean next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Urban. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And I guess we start with the madness that is March because we already have our first team into the NCAA tournament. McLean comes up, drives in the lane, puts it up, missed the shot, and the racers rush the floor. They are your 2018 OBC Tournament Champions. Murray State, a 68-51 winner over Belmont. First team to qualify for the field of 68 and their first trip to the Big Dance since 2012. Number 15, Michigan State is in the Big Ten final later today after their 75-64 win Saturday over number two, Michigan State. The Wolverines will face number eight, Purdue, who knocked out Penn State 78 to 70. Oklahoma State hammered number six Kansas 82 to 64. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In the NBA, Portland won their sixth straight 108-100 over Oklahoma City, while Denver handed Cleveland their fourth loss in their last five home games, 126. 117. By the way, Denver, 19 three-pointers in that game. And the Lakers have won five straight. They win in San Antonio, 116-112. Lonzo Ball, six three-pointers in that game. We'll have the biggest story of the NBA, but that'll be coming up in the scraps. 
Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. As we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Right now, though, it is time for something we do every single week on the show where we give a little bit of attention, a little bit of love, if you will, to some stuff we have not gotten to. It's time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it back over to our national update anchor, Ralph Irvin, to find out what the hell we have missed on the show so far. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we'll start off with the biggest story from the NBA on Saturday. Smart catches. World throws up a prayer, and he almost hit it off the side of the rim, but he missed it. And the Rockets survive here tonight at Toyota Center as the winning streak remains intact. 15 in a row for the Rockets. FSR affiliate KBME and the Rockets Radio Network with the call as Houston beats Boston 123-120. They have won 15 straight, and Houston owns the NBA's best record at 49-13. They're a half game ahead of the Golden State Warriors. But here's the interesting point, Jonas. They've won 49 games this season, and consider that they've had a 14-game and a 15-game win streak, so 29 of their wins have come in those two win streaks. Pretty Im- wins. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I still take Golden State in the series, though. I think most would when you consider how hot Houston's been and they're only a half game ahead. is pretty amazing. You remember the uh, the good old days when the Western Conference was just so much better than the Eastern Conference? Everybody remember all that? That was yesterday and yeah. today. Good God. Um, the, the difference between the three and the eight seed in the Western Conference is two games. It's competitive, but I, the, nobody outside of the top two teams have a chance to win that conference. Nobody. Outside of Houston and Golden State, I don't care about New Orleans, San Antonio, Portland, Minnesota. None of those teams have a chance to make it. You just hope that maybe there would be a good series in there. Oh, no, that's the NBA playoffs, though. That's why I've been telling people, you got to shorten the NBA playoffs. Okay, the opening round series is three games, then you go to five, then you go seven and seven. Boom, problem solved, in and out, bingo, bango. And bongo. Yeah. Next up, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Jarvis Landry has been named as their franchise player, and he has agreed to sign the franchise tag. He led the NFL in receptions last year with 112, and now that he's agreeing to the franchise tag, he can be traded, although so far there's no interest. Uh, I heard uh, this is this is another, another product of the NFL Combine. Like, so much of this stuff is such crap. There was a rumor that was out there that the Dolphins and the Bears were considering a trade where the Bears would trade Jordan Howard and the 8th pick to the Dolphins for Jarvis Landry and the 11th pick. How many bottles was that uh, trade over? Uh, What a bunch of crap. (laughs) Like, hold on a second. What a bunch of crap. Like, where, where did people even come up with this? So the report comes out. And then all of a sudden, like, it is vehemently denied. Like, no, 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 no. That is, that's not even, like, not even being discussed. Like, that, that's nowhere even in the discussion. But that's the NFL Combine. Like, these guys get together, and they have a few, bottle of wine, a few bottles of wine. And then they, I wonder, this is, I'd be fascinated to find out this. Because a lot of these reporters show up to these steakhouses at the Combine, and they mm-hmm. want to be buddy-buddy with these NFL executives. And... I wonder how many NFL executives or head coaches 
give them bogus information just to see if they'll go run and try and report on it. Or if the or if the coaches are you know maybe a little saucy and say something that is complete nonsense. Yeah, well I, that's what I do. Not not on purpose, just because they're a little sauced. And they say, well, so excited. maybe this could be out there. Oh no, I would do it. I, I swear to you, I, I would I would just test some of these reporters. Like I would be at like say we're at a steakhouse, and uh, Ralph is a reporter for just think of a uh, an out. Let, let's make some of it. We'll call it uh, Irving, IrvinFootball.com. All right, RalphIrvinFootball.com. Who? And so you're there, and uh, and you show up to this steakhouse in Indianapolis, all right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting at the table, and uh, Jim Irsay is at that same table, but he gets up to walk away to go use the restroom. <laughs> know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I'm alone at the table. All right, I am alone at the table with Ralph Irvin. I would, I would. Hey, hey, what, what you got and, working and, on? And what say, you got going? Jones? Say I'm, a, say I'm a member of the Indianapolis Colts organization. So Jim Mersey steps away. You know what I would do? I'd pull Ralph in and I'll be like, Hey, uh, I want to talk to you about Andrew Luck? Oh, he's gonna be ready to go, right? And uh, I'd say, uh, well, no, no, no. I got a uh, a huge story, but you cannot, Ralph. You cannot let this get back to me. But. Uh, Andrew Luck is actually a woman. Okay, he had a he had a sex change six years ago, which is why he can only grow a beard on his neck. Okay, I would give you that information to see how soon that report would get leaked to the media. Like that's like this Jarvis Landry, Jordan Howard, multiple draft pick crap. Like. If I if I was a coach or a member of an organization, I would feed the media bogus information just to see who the weasel is to go run with a report. I would uh, that would I would do that every single year at the combine. I'd, I'd just pick somebody out every single year. A week year. long mole hunt. Oh yeah. What else we got, Ralph? Well, I want to take us back to a story from last week. I talked about a goalie who went and got a drink of water, and when he walked out of the goal, didn't notice that he'd been scored upon. Well, now that goalie has decided to offer up the bottle in question for sale to raise a bit of money for charity in Germany. So at least they're turning a wait, uh, wait. negative into a positive. Hold, hold on a second. I was I was still thinking about the uh, Andrew Luck sex, sex change thing. It um, wasn't true, Jonas. Okay, I know, but I was just saying, like, what if it was? Um, all right, so a goalie. Last, last week we t- we did a story here in the scraps where we talked about a goalie in Germany who. Went, you know, thought the ball was down in the other end of the field, went behind the goal to get a drink of water, had his back to the field, and didn't know that there was a goal scored against right. him. Right. Well, th- this week he he d- came out and said, you know, I'm going to bring out this water bottle and we're going to we're gonna sell it to raise money for charity because we're now in the history books for such a crazy goal. Who the hell would buy that water bottle? I don't know. But Seriously, the, how, how much do you think they could fetch for that? Even though it's charity, how much do you think they could fetch for that? Uh, Four dollars and sixty-two cents. Not a shot. No way. They they won't get more than two bucks. Like who, who is the team? Do we even know who the team is? Is it some like second-rate uh, yeah, soccer it, team? It, it is actually truly second-rate. It's in the second division. And this guy thinks he's going to generate any any type of money. Well, he's hoping to to raise money for the Zebra Kids Foundation. I'll, I'll tell you what, right now. 
I'll bet you I've been drinking coffee out of a styrofoam cup all night here at Fox Sports Radio. I bring my own coffee in because if anybody's ever been to Fox Sports Radio and had any of the coffee here, it is awful. Uh, I mean, we're the... We're the best network as far as radio goes, best lineup, weekdays, weekends, like, and it's not even close. We have the worst coffee in the history of mankind. It's all about it is, the person that makes it. Like, it's like uh, like somebody cleaned up at Pet Boys on a Friday after they've been changing uh, oil and, and tires all week, and they just wrung stuff out into a glass. Like, they used the rag to wipe out, uh, to wipe everything up and then wrung it out into a glass. That is how atrocious the coffee is here. But I would be be willing to bet that the cup that I drank out of tonight, the styrofoam cup, because I bring my coffee in, would fetch for more money online than that water bottle that that second-rate minor league goalie is trying to put up for auction. I'm going to guess so. Okay. So that is the goal. So we will will dedicate an entire show to the raising of money – for that styrofoam cup compared to that water bottle that that soccer player is trying to sling online. And that show will be coming up on March the 32nd. We will do that on March the 32nd. In the fifth uh, hour of the show. Yes, in the fifth hour of the show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Well done, Ralph. Yes. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. That was uh, this show's version of the scraps. 877-99 on Fox. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, up next, it is important. It is important to really be truthful about what you are watching, especially when it comes to the NFL. I've got the proof for you next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So make sure you stick around. About 11 minutes from now here on FSR, Andy Furman and Brian No take over. Always a fun listen as they get you set up for uh, your Sunday in the world of sports. Andy Furman is uh, sticking to routine. He's got a bit of OCD. If you ever seen the movie As Good As It Gets, where Jack Nicholson has to like keep locking the door a certain number of times, he's got to keep scrubbing his hands, Andy Furman's got a full-blown OCD. And so he has got to start tweeting and harassing me about 15 minutes before his show starts. Like, that's just his thing. I have no idea why. I, I can almost assure you he's wearing the same thing that he wore last week, which is like a pair of sweatpants. He's not wearing shoes, and he's got a Richmond Roosters T-shirt on. Like, that is, it is to a T, that dude has OCD. He has already started to harass me on social media, already started to tweet me. So that's, Spit in your face! When you see a direct tweet from Andy Furman to me on a Sunday morning, it means that his show is about 15 minutes away from starting. 15 to 20 minutes away. So, Andy Furman, Brian No, coming up uh, about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's funny, we're, I was talking about the uh, just sort of the NFL combine, and now everybody's in love with uh, Josh Allen and... And he's the guy you got to go out and get. And, and Josh Allen's the dude, and he throws the ball so far, and what an arm. And it's a, this, this once-in-a-generation arm by Josh Allen and all this stuff. And, like, the other part of this, like the whole free agency angle to it, we've now seen this multiple years in a row. Like, teams have, teams have pulled this move multiple years in a row to where it used to be when you go out and you make a move in free agency – like you're out of the the running for 
a draftable quarterback. Like you're not even thinking draft a quarterback. Like when you made a move in free agency, you weren't you weren't considering who you were going to draft a quarterback. Cuz that would be sort of a bad look. Like well why are you drafting a quarterback if you already signed some guy to a contract in free agency? But you've now seen it multiple years in a row to where a move made in free agency didn't take a team out of the running for what they would do at the quarterback position. Which is why that leads me to believe if the Browns do go out and sign a a veteran quarterback, whether it's Keenum or A.J. McCarron or even Sam Bradford, if the Browns go out and sign one of those guys to a two- or three-year deal, that leads me to believe that they're still going to take a stab at a quarterback at the top of the draft. To where back in the old days, if the Browns were to go out and sign a veteran quarterback this offseason and they're picking one and four, you would assume they'd go with the best player on the board at one and an impact player at four. But now, multiple years in a row in the NFL, you've seen this to where the Philadelphia Eagles did it a couple of years ago. You remember how pissed off Sam Bradford got when the Philadelphia Eagles signed Sam Bradford to that deal and then traded up into the draft to take Carson Wentz? Remember that? Sam Bradford was pissed. Guess what happened? They ended up unloading Sam Bradford, but kept Carson Wentz. Signed a veteran quarterback. It didn't take them out of the running for their quarterback of the future. You saw the Bears do it last year. To where the Bears went out and signed Mike Glennon. And then Mike Glennon's at some Bears draft party. Only to find out that the Bears traded up to take Mitch Trubisky. Which is uncomfortable. But you've seen it now multiple years in a row. And the more that I that I think about it, the more I look at this draft class and I go, well, if it's that deep at, at quarterback, like it wouldn't make a, 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 that much sense to me if you're the Cleveland Browns to take Saquon Barkley number one overall. I, I, would, I would never understand that. To me, unless you've got an offensive line to run behind, what's the point? It's why when everyone, you know, commends the, the, Dallas, the, the Dallas Cowboys on taking Ezekiel Elliott, at four, I always remind people, listen, he wasn't even their first choice at four. They wanted Carson Wentz, but Wentz was off the board. Like, you could you could grab a running back later in the draft, and running behind that offensive line, they'd be productive. Darren McFadden was a 1,000-yard back the year before. So I'm never a big believer in taking a running back that high in the draft when you've got other needs on your roster. That I think if you can get value later on, that's what you got to do. But we've seen it now multiple years in a row to where teams will sign a veteran quarterback and then they'll still go out and draft their quarterback of the future. The Browns are sitting pretty because the Browns, if they do bring in one of those veterans, they can go out and grab Saquon Barkley one overall, and I'd totally be on board with that. Because you have your quarterback and then somebody sitting there at four, if it's a deep quarterback draft class, you can go out and you can grab a guy at four and still land your quarterback of the future. So listen, the combine, it's a big deal, but so many things, so many things are going to change between now and the draft. Free agency, pro days, all of that stuff. It's going to be a whole different conversation. Uh, Also, just a quick recap. I did my comps. The one criteria for my comps coming off the NFL combine weekend it has to be somebody of a different race. I think that's the lazy thing people do. They factor race into all this stuff. So my comps are for Baker Mayfield, I got Troy Smith. For Josh Allen, I got the Jack Lynx Beef Jerky Sasquatch. For Lamar Jackson, I've got Rex Grossman because he got the same jersey number. For Saquon Barkley, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Danny Woodhead. And then for Sam Darnold, I think this is a no-brainer. Sam Darnold, when I see him, whew, two words for you: 
Charlie Batch. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare open a limited time 11 month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.